Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. I don't have any quick-witted thing to say after that right now. <laughs> uh, I can tell you, though, that uh, I'm stoked. I'm in such a great space, such a great headspace. I, Ivy's birthday yesterday was great. Sushi trains. Yo! If you haven't been to a sushi train in a while, I highly recommend it. And if you're a single man or woman going out on a date, a sushi train's a great option. I don't know why I just thought of saying that then, but you can talk about all sorts of stuff there. If you run out of things to talk about, talk about eating eel. Because <laughs> the eel's damn good. Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm, in, I'm in good spirits. I'm up here on the Gold Coast right now, Palm Beach on the canals. And uh, as I speak to you, I look straight out the door, straight down the canal, and I am looking at a canal system that I know is filled with fish. Um, it's not quite like the Gold Coast Canal, like, you know, around um, Surface Paradise, which, look, whatever floats your boat. But for me, too busy, uh, but great fishing in those surface canals. You know, jacks on tap, not so much at this time of the year. This is probably the coldest water we'll have from now till end of September is when it's kind of, the water's kind of cold, cold as it gets in Queensland or in this in this part of the world anyway. But after that, Jack City, Jack City, uh, that's a mangrove jack. They are kind of like a, um, uh, what do you call them in the, in the States? Uh, uh, a snapper. It's a, a red snapper, I think you call them. Um, very similar type of fish from the same Lejanet family, I think it's called. Anyway, waffling on as I do, <laughs> I'm looking out here at the canal and I'm going to wet a line shortly. But hey, look, I've um, the market itself yesterday, gee whiz, tell you what, I'm pretty good at bloody finding trades that hit one to one. <laughs> three yesterday, the FTX scan, three of those trades hit one to one, for which I did explain until you yesterday. However, look, all, all of the options you would have locked in by trailing your stop on that 30 minute. Uh, a little bit of profit, which hey, look, let's not let's not beat around the bush here. Locking in a little bit of profit is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's profit. You are exercising your capability muscle to find the trade, take the trade, manage the risk on the trade, lock in the profit on the trade, and that's a good thing. It's just, I don't know, man. It, it's kind of feeling more and more like, um, and look, it'll change, but it feels more like when I used to trade non-crypto markets where you would. You know, get a little bit here, a little bit there, and I, I've, I've, I've realised recently that I've—I won't say I've become greedy because I definitely don't believe that I have, but I definitely have become um, just accustomed. You know, five years of trading crypto pretty much exclusively, and you get to a point where you're just like, yeah, uh, I. I'm used to making lots of money. <laughs> and at the moment, it's been a bit slow. But you've got to keep in perspective the reality check. So you've got to keep in perspective and give yourself that reality check that when things are good, things are bloody fantastic. Um, but there's also going to be flat points. I would, if, if I was given the choice, choice to trade crypto or trade traditional markets, hands down, I'm in crypto. Because guess what? I do have the choice. I can trade anything I like. Anything I like. I've done it all before and I've done it for a lot longer than I've done it in crypto. With the last five years, I've made more money by trading this market than I have in any other market that I've traded. And it's just because, well, there's a couple of reasons. I won't just say, I shouldn't say more money because as your account grows naturally, 
the dollar figure will grow with your profits as well. But the percentage gains that I've been able to achieve in crypto have been phenomenal uh, and far surpassed all of my, they surpassed my best years trading equities, FX, commodities, bonds, you know. So, you know, I'm happy to just have a bit of downtime. That's something that I've got to get more familiar with. I'm fairly comfortable in not trading, but the thing that sucks me into that mindset is that because I do what I do, i.e. I do my scans every morning for my clients, uh, for those in the community and live trading floor, I do content daily, I, I do podcasts daily. I, I mean, I'm immersed in this space because it's not just my, 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 my view for myself and how I operate is that it's not just about self-serving. I have a great skill set that I've put many, many years into. My job is to share that and yes, I'd like to profit from it too. You know, it's like if you buy, if you get a carpenter around to build something, you you pay the carpenter for their skill set. Same with me. I provide a skill set that you can learn from. You pay me for that right. Many don't, but that's fine. I put plenty of free stuff out there. As long as you're learning, I'm happy, man. I'm, I really am. But the thing is, is that there are going to be periods where things are slow. And we are going through a bit of a period like that. And I say a bit of a period, I mean, we are in the bloody nearly the ninth month of the year. And it's not been all that radical. You, you, you've not had these stellar trends. We've had moments of trends. And don't get me wrong, when the market was falling, yes, the returns were very, very good. But I think it was the month of April where I had my best month that's kind of propped up my year. Because after that, it's been relatively, like, you know, I, I am up. I, I've had, um, oh, what were we? We're in. We're in October, August. I th- think. I, I'm trying to think if I've had a double digit um, in the green, like double digit profit for the month. And and look, by the way, just a heads up on this: to talk about doing over ten percent, double digits is over ten percent, right? In a month, uh, that is very freaking good. Very, 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 very good. Right, traditional markets. That's like that's your eighty twenty rule. You get a month, you do ten percent. You're one third of the way towards your annual goal of thirty percent. Let's say, right? But in crypto, it just it's a bit disjointed. The returns can be very much larger. I say can be. Not everybody has that, but they can be. Um, and and you know, I'm just sort of looking at it and I'm going, ah, you know, it's it's a bit of a conundrum because I, I believe that we we may see further downside. I do. But it's not really that the hand of the market is not really being shown that well right now. So it's a bit more caution that I'm expressing with the decisions that I'm making. I'm, I'm actually feeling a lot more comfortable trading the lower time frames. That's why yesterday's trades, all of them are 30 minute. I'm feeling a lot more. And it's not just because I feel more comfortable with that. It's also because the trends aren't lasting for very long. And again, yesterday was a prime example. Downtrend of the 30, bam, hit one to one. A couple of them hit two to one, uh, a little bit more. And then it, boop, off they go back out. You know, you try, you stop down, you make a little bit of profit. The trends are not consistent. They're not following through. We've not got that cyclicity that I'm after. So, you know, I'm happy to tread water for the time being. You know, I'm taking the right trades. You, you've got to keep trading. Uh, in the sense that you want to be connected to the market. Now, you might want to reduce your risk from one full percent to half a percent or whatever floats your boat, whatever fits your trading plan. But uh, the good times are going to come, and they're going to come good. They're going to come big time. Now, we don't know if the market's going to shoot up or shoot down. Uh, we just got to take our positions and do our thing, and that's what I am comfortable in doing. I feel more comfortable when I'm involved in the market than when I go away for a period of time. Like, if I go away for like a three-week break or if, let's say you know back before COVID I was traveling for three weeks all around the world I wasn't trading all that much because I was so busy and jet lagged and yada yada 
Um, coming back from that, that felt more uncomfortable for me because I wasn't in the flow. So to be just ticking away, following my routines, doing the things that I do, it's a very big comfort zone while we wait for that market to come back. And I suggest that you might want to consider some of these things that I've just said for yourself because it can get a little bit frustrating. Video out on that um, yesterday, by the way, for those that are in the TraderCobb community. Okay, so Bitcoin, what have we here? What have we here? Well, we're in a daily downtrend yesterday. It closed up 3.76%, closing above $20,000 at $20,290. And your PEM bulls will be out there saying, it's the last high to buy Bitcoin above, uh, you know, below $20,000. And look, I hope they're right, but reality checks me pretty hard. <laughs> and I, 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 there's no sign of that at this stage, apart from the weekly, maybe having a higher low. But again, there, there literally is nothing to suggest we're moving higher from here. We're up 0.6% today at 20,407. There is uh, a trade that I am stalking currently uh, on Bitcoin. And it's all about the 12 or the 16 hour um, we've got some support coming in there with three tests of that level at 20,740. Now, if we can get a little bearish candle off of that, which just ha so happens to coincide with tomorrow morning for the open, the open of the new day, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, there might be an opportunity to short Bitcoin at that level. And I would be all the welcome to do that if we were to see that progress to that. 20,404 up half a percentage on BTC. On of Ethereum now closed up 8.77% yesterday. Big bounce. It's volatile. We know that. It's up 1.8% today at $1,579 currently. Again, that downtrend is in motion. I'm not as interested here on the 12 as I am on Bitcoin with Ethereum. On the 12 hour, that is. On of XRP, well, it was up yesterday as well, 3.6%. It's come back to retest the support and push through. That support was sitting around 33 Point one cents. Now, it didn't break down with much gusto. It's divergent. I'm not interested in it at all. Currently sitting at 33.2 cents, down 0.4 of a cent. Dot recovered 6% yesterday. It's up 0.23% today, $7.28. Not much to speak of. Doge, well, it gained 3.4% yesterday. It's currently flat at 6.3 cents. Not much to speak of. Binance yesterday up 3.44%. Uh, very much consolidation looking likely at the moment for Binance. Um, well, it's currently, you know, we, we've got some rough support around about 274.84, thereabouts. It's not a perfect level, but it's a bit, bit, bit around that area. Uh, it's up 0.9% today, $288.38. Ugly looking chart, I've got to say. Cardano yesterday up nearly 5%. Uh, it's currently at 45 cents, up 0.3 of a percent today. Sleepy times on Cardano with a slow grind back up. Will we see a sell-off into the rest of the evening? I don't know. On a Solana, it was up 6.7% yesterday, up 0.75% today at $32.64. Next is AVAX, up 4.4% yesterday, 4.3% today, the best performer in our top 10, sitting at $20.14. And to round out our top 10, Tron was up 3.27% yesterday, which is a big move for the old Tronathon. Um, it's sitting at 6.3 cents. And sadly, oh, it's such a bloody blah, blah. Yeah. You know, there's a bearish candle there on the, on the 12 hour right now that's it's pretty peachy. But the problem that we've got is that it went 
and created a, like we pulled back yesterday then we went lower and then pulled back in again now it's not got that trend with me i have no interest in it so look as i sit and stare at the canal and the market i will tell you right now there's been very little uh, volume or so not volume there's been very little volatility for today's session and um you know i just don't know what's going to come from here what I do know, though, is that there are some opportunities for the higher timeframes. If you're about to go through and do your scan and look for cradles, as an example, um, I would be focusing, well, what I am focusing on is a 12 and the 16 hour, knowing full well that it's unlikely that we're going to get the 12 or the 16 hour cradles at 10 p.m. tonight, 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and then on to 2, p, uh, 2 a.m. for the 16 hour. We're not likely going to get a bearish candle there. But tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. That's our opportunity. If the market can just push a little bit higher, a little bit higher, maybe a percent or two, and then start to pull back on that next candle that will open at 10 p.m. for the 12 hour, that's the candle that I'm going to be focusing on if we get it tomorrow, because if we get it tomorrow, we'll probably have a number of opportunities available. And don't forget, you can get all you need from us at the website, tradicob.com. I'll leave it at that. You have yourself a great day. I'm in a gosh darn good mood. I hope you are too. <laughs> you! Take it easy, guys.